0: hello everyone and welcome to definitely the beginning of this episode of local chat i'm your host will crosby joining me this week is a man who
1: has a face it's ian gibson they got rid of the alligator and it was about eight feet long but it's bye-bye i tell you what you ever move in my neighborhood and we don't like the look of you we're kicking you out Speaking of not liking the look of
2: anyone, it's Jason. I wasn't prepared with any alligator or animal or creatures or anything. So uh, I'm here, though. Uh, The alligator might be in my backyard. I don't fucking know where I'm going. It could be. It might be.
1: I've been told. I don't know if this is true, but I've been told that that when you call animal control and you say I have a gator, they call a private trapper. And the trapper shows up, takes the gator, and then takes it somewhere and kills it and sells the hide. What? So that gator should be dead. That's rude. I don't know, man. There's a lot of them. They are not endangered. And that sucker was literally eight feet long. So good riddance.
0: Good riddance is what we say to people we don't like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that right?
0: Folks, I want to talk to you about frogs. Um we have lots to, <laughs> <laughs> to talk about tonight. I'm almost done with COVID. This is the first day I did not take Dayquil uh and heroin. So just heroin today, <laughs> and I'm feeling great. Uh magic drug. <laughs> magic drug. Um or Nyquil
2: with heroin is what we need eat next. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the NyQuil yeah. party. <laughs> mm. Yeah. You take NyQuil, you try to stay up, and then get the heroin
1: um i'm running out of spoons folks it's like the, um, it's like the four loco the, the four loco you got the upper of the caffeine and the downer of the yeah. alcohol and it's bad times delight oh there's there's something i forget what it's
0: show it's from where they're like calculating the ups and downs of the different drugs they're taking to make sure they're right in the middle for like something i don't think it's always sunny but that the always is. sunny bit i love is when they're like they just have mixers everywhere. Did you guys know you could just drink mixers? <laughs> like drinking <laughs> soda and orange juice. <laughs> Which is great. Um, we're not here to talk about mixers or heroin. We're here to talk about video games. First, got to talk about what we've been playing. Jason already regrets being on this show. Um, do you want, can It's too you, late. Can you, I, so I played the demo to this game, but can you tell us about Live
1: Alive Live 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 Live? Yeah. Alive. We can... First thing, first question I have, is that the, is that the official pronunciation live alive?
2: Yeah, no, I was going to get there. Uh, I have the (laughs) the game right here and I'm aggravated because it says live. In my opinion, it's live a evil because it's like live backwards. Yeah,
1: I hadn't thought about that one.
2: So I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. But every time you see it, like on any streaming platform or you try to order it or anything, it's just live a live. So that's a shame. Wait, wait, wait.
1: You said live a live. So that means there's in my head there's three possibilities. There's live a live, yeah. Live alive alive, yeah. And then live a live a evil.
2: Or live a alive. That's fucking awful too. I mean, I know what you're saying. Like that you could <laughs> yeah. like you it's dumb. The name is I mean, that's square enix for you. So uh <laughs> triangle True. strategy, every Project kingdom alive. hearts name, yeah, Project <laughs> Alive. You know how it goes. Fun. Uh Jesus Christ, it's Final Fantasy, even though there's 15 of them. There's not the final of anything, apparently. So Idiots. Uh So you really,
1: you really shoehorned yourself on that first one, didn't you?
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. They're screwed. OK, the point of the game, the demo, as we'll mention, they are good at releasing demos that are rather complete is what I've heard. I heard you get like three of the chapters. I don't remember which ones are in the demo. I think
0: yeah, it was because
2: I didn't cowboy. It was space because I played
0: the space one. I think it was space. There, is there a modern day one?
2: There is a modern day and one.
0: And then I'd like game. a prehistoric one?
2: Yes, there's a prehistoric one. I think
0: one. those ones. Because I, I only played like half of the space one, okay. um, is how far I got.
2: The premise of the game. This is before Chrono Trigger came out, which is actually for the SNS. This is a remake of a game that came out, I believe, in '92. Is what I found. I never played the, the original.
1: Oh, game. it's a remake. I see. Correct. I didn't know
2: that. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
1: well,
0: it's a, They did the. They did the. Uh, what is that?
1: Octopath Traveler. Correct. Remaster of it. what's. What's the original called? Dead T Dead. I would. Dead to Dead.
2: Still would have been a better name, probably than what they have. But the, the point of the game is you have like seven episodes that you can pick from. You can jump in, jump out of like, like episodes and time. They're, they take place during a specific time. One's Prehistory, Cowboy, uh, Imperial Japan, Modern Day, Future. And you can jump in and jump out. And each one of them has different gameplay. Like Prehistory is just a straight RPG, but there's no dialogue. It's just them shouting in pictures. And I've liked that one the best. That was the first one I played. You play mm-hmm. as a caveman. And he's just like, I want woman, and just goes chase after them.
1: <laughs> I can relate.
2: Yeah. Uh So, like, they they have, like, different episodes. The combat is the same throughout the entire seven episodes. You'll jump mm. into, like, a grid-based combat. You run into an enemy on the map. You'll start, like, a strategy battle where you each take turns fighting on, like, this grid. And they have, like, an area of effects and stuff on the grid. Um Sometimes you can, like, shoot, like... Uh, stuff you walk up and club people there's different weaknesses and strengths the people's abilities i'm not describing it well but it's really hard because the combat is not where i think this game shines at all Mm -hmm. you know all of them have the combat um i think just the way the world building works is good i like the 2d i think they did a great job with this and triangle strategy i think they both look great um i like how bite-sized the stories are so usually jrpgs they're much longer uh, can take a long time, obviously, like tra- Trails of the Sky. It takes fucking forever. I finished one before I got on stream today, like the Cowboy one. Uh, you can just finish in a couple hours. Uh, I finished <laughs> each one per stream is what I've been doing, and I've done three of them. Uh, I've done the Cowboy one, Imperial Japan, and Prehistory. And each one of them did something different, too. Like Imperial Japan, you're training three pupils. Cowboy, you're trying to, like, help this town stop these bandits from coming in and prehistory like i said you're a member of a tribe who's trying to save like a woman from being uh killed in some ritual uh by an evil tribe uh and like yeah like the combat's there but like for me like since they that's the only consistent thing throughout the 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 game actually because each thing does different like how you play the their story the combat's the only thing that remains consistent and that's why i'm kind of like the combat's okay Sometimes it's fun, sometimes like when you're in the Imperial <laughs> China, you're train you're a level 10 guy already capped. So like there's no you're trying to train pupils instead. Um, oh. So you're That's not like leveling noise. up your guy like the prehistory, you're like you're straight up I'm level 1, I need to fight to like get stronger. Uh Imperial Ch- uh, China, you're like, "Ah, now I'm good. I'm just training these guys who need to get stronger, but I'm fucking OP." And you were like one-shotting people. So I think even in the Wild West, you only have two battles and prehistory had like 50. So there's two battles in the Wild West.
0: Did it give you any sort of tutorial when you?
2: Uh, Kind of, yes. So when I played the tutorial, uh, the prehistory, there was no dialogue. So all of their tutorial was in, besides the main game tutorial, was in pictures. Uh, It's a good one to start on, but like in terms of like what you knowing what's going on besides the actual like gameplay or the, the the combat that stays consistent, that was the only thing you got really information on everything else. You're like, Oh fuck. Like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Uh, which one to start with? People have recommended different stuff. You can start anywhere you want. Yeah. You can quit. If you don't like the episode either, like I'm not feeling this episode, I'm going to jump out of it and go to the next one. Um, it's definitely solid. I don't know. I really like it. It is 50 to 60 bucks. I disagree with that price already. Because uh, I think I'm gonna finish this game. I think this game is probably gonna be around twenty-ish hours, maybe like twenty to twenty-five. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've already played five or six, and I've already done three of the ep- seven. But I think there's eight episodes. Because eight episodes on the back, they didn't hide it. So <laughs> I, I think there's eight episodes.
0: The big secret. That's the yeah, the uh chapter.
2: Yeah. In the in the trailer, they all you also meet up with your people across history. So oh. eventually, my prehistory guy is gonna bump into the cowboy. I assume I don't gotcha. know how like the bosses I guess I don't know how, this is not very spoiler, but the bosses from each chapter have been like a guy with the same name but like this guy was odious Rex and then the the main cowboy coming over was Captain Odie or something like that.
0: Oh so I don't know how
2: that's thematically going to match up. We'll see if that's like some evil guy or it's that's some pretty organization. cool. I like that. I don't know but this game did a lot for I think just like I said I think the story is what's really the best part about it not the the combat which is strange i mean damn it it is an rpg combat's fine but i don't think it's what is the strongest part about it
1: i i don't know what it is like there's a lot of these games coming out recently which is like very pretty jrpgs on the switch like that 2.5 d type style and none of them have really grabbed me enough to actually play them to even play the demo but something about live alive and the reviews that it's getting and just kind of i don't want to say it's art style but it seems like like you're talking about these like it it looks like it has a lot of variety in it i may have to play this i'll probably wait for it to go on sale though i
2: mean square enix demos are pretty good like i got to play like pretty high into it and if you get a full episode of the demo
1: yeah there's three episodes in
2: the demo yeah
1: three of the eight
2: yeah yes i mean it's it's like does it does it carry over Yes. Yeah, it does. Square yeah. Enix like, like tried do okay. did, yeah. Cuz so like, um, Yeah. I would yeah. do that. You get different ch- challenges and different stuff at them too.
0: So, yeah. yeah. It's like that Dragon Quest Builders 2 demo
1: was oh, 15 you're hours. Like, you're like my mom, she just says the same like three stories over and over again. Oh,
0: I'm just relating it to Square Enix. They're good at their demos.
2: <laughs> They're good okay. at their demos and like she I said. time Nana. Okay. It made sense. <laughs> I I think, like I said, just being able to have completely different stories and do stuff like that, like each story has like different ways to play the story, even though they have the combat is the same. That's kind of wild to me. That's yeah, really strange. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it before. Yeah, kind of like so, Dragon Quest
0: Builders too. Yeah. Sorry. I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> well okay that i played will i'm just kidding ian's being a get dick because he's here. a fucking
0: piece of shit garbage man uh <laughs> anyways folks uh jason thank you for sharing live alive um <clears throat> it even. sounds good and i'm glad you're you're moving away from those childish fire emblem games so i'm happy for you <laughs>
2: they, they haven't come out they, they came out with one i don't i don't like warriors games so i didn't play oh game come
1: on uh what, oh we,
2: wow that muso, is surprising muso game wait really that i don't like warriors games or i, I would no, no, i just i
1: thought i thought you were a big enough fire emblem fan to like consume everything so, but I, but it's good it's good that you're like you know what <laughs> you have standards. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not I'm not a Marvel fan that eats shit every day and grins. You know,
2: (laughs) I have standards. If if there's something with the story in Three Hopes or like in their supports, I'll watch them. I'm not going to play through Warriors games to I didn't do it the first one too. the first Fire Emblem Warriors either. So good Good for you. Good. Uh,
0: I'm going to go next uh, because it's my fucking show. Uh, I haven't been playing much uh, since uh, I played the great Outer Worlds uh, dlc um i've been w- not feeling well as i have said sorry too many times uh so i've been watching a lot of tv and i have a switch uh so i started playing ocarina of time this was i mostly like started playing it now, real quick I was is
1: it is it ocarina of time or is it ocarina, ocarina. of time <laughs> i'm just fucking with you ocarina tell me more of about, Penny, right yeah tell me more about dragon quest builders too ocarina of time sorry it's actually genuine question though is this your first time playing this
0: no i have played it a bunch as a kid i beat it on the oh. 3ds when it came out on the 3ds and i have not i've never beaten it on the n64 i'm playing the n64 version and i haven't played it since the 3ds one came out in 2012 2013 11 i thought uh Did or 11 yeah wrong. oh sorry uh majora's mask came out in
2: 2013 i believe 14. that's correct yeah.
0: <clears throat> anyways um so i've been playing it it's weird how much I remember of the childhood section and I remember absolutely nothing about the second half of... or second, like, three quarters of that game because <laughs> I never got that far as a kid and I only did it once on the 3DS. Um, so I'm trying really not to use any walkthroughs or anything. I'll occasionally check oh, it... Oh, you fucked up. You um, fucked up. ...to, ch- to find things. Uh, so I have... I'm in the second to last temple, almost done, I'm like 15 that, hours in, I think. That could be anything,
2: because you can do the temples out of order.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm second to last chatted, temple though. in the order of the walkthrough I'm vaguely following. Oh, okay. um, I'm in the shadow temple right now, and then the, whatever, the spirit temple, is that the last one?
2: It's the last one, yeah. Yeah,
0: so that's the one I have after that. Um, I've been actually collecting heart pieces and skull
2: skulltulas. Ooh. And wow, you're doing the skull tolls too? I'm not oh
0: actually God. doing them, but when I see them, I like remember and go kill them and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and I've done a couple, I did all the mask stuff, I did the I traded up the sword. God. Um, it's actually really fun. I'm having a great time. I think I might play some
1: Majora's Mask afterwards. Game. Um, well, first, it really is, is a great, great game.
2: game, so
1: um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I played it for the first time on the 3DS in like 2015 or 2016. And um, I, I definitely needed a walkthrough. I wasn't religiously going through it, but there are definitely parts where you're just like, what am I supposed to do now? And then you check a walkthrough. Like there's one part where something with like the lake and your fishing rod and like a certain time of day or something with the moon. And I was like, I never, oh, never yeah. would have gotten that. So so having the walkthrough definitely helped because it was always like, I'm not sure what to do. Let me try something. Okay, I really don't know. Let me just tell me what to do next and then go, okay, okay. But yeah, I, I absolutely enjoyed it. Even playing it. In 20, 2015, 2016, whenever I played it, fantastic game.
0: Yeah. And like, it's weird too. The controls aren't like they're fine. Like, you miss having the right stick a little bit, but, and there's like one or two times Stop. when you're like, stuff gets messed up. Actually, my complaint about the controls is how they're mapped on the fucking Switch. Like garbage, where you have to use the the joystick for the C buttons, and half the time I it oh. calculates it as down, and diagonals yeah. don't. Diagonals work, and it's a crapshoot which way it's going to pick. Gonna
2: playing ocarina then because um, they will take your. Your C button inputs and do the wrong song.
0: Yeah. So, well, thankfully, the one thing they do do is if you hold the right trigger, the the four face buttons become the C buttons. Never mind. So that's good. That is helpful. But when a song has A in it, you like hit the notes, go to A, hold the thing again to hit it again. So like, there's stuff like that, and I miss the on the 3DS version. If you click on the song in the menu, it just plays it for you. But in the oh, N64 I had no version,
2: I had, I had no idea.
0: Yeah, in the N64 version, it plays it for you, lets you practice it in the menu, but you have to leave the menu, open the ocarina, and then play the song. And it's just like half the time I get it right, and half the time I miss one note. Um, I do have the N64 Switch controller in its box right here, which I just remembered. Like the other day, I was like, oh, I do have one. But I've been playing handheld mostly anyways, and the pro controller's fine. I don't understand why the pro controller doesn't map the C buttons to the D-pad, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um anyways, Ocarina of Tim. Ocarina of Time. Great. Uh I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Yeah. Uh it's a great game. Uh Hitman 3, I checked out the new map on Tuesday stream. Thank you to everyone who stopped by. Sabilla was there, Halucha. We actually got a new follower who was actively chatting, which was nice. Um, they said they were what? playing the new map in VR, which was uh, kind of wild Ooh. to me. We'll mention what, that what? I
2: guess when that comes up. Dude. What is
1: the new map? Because I couldn't quite tell from all the the tweets and stuff. It wasn't super clear. Like, tell me what's what's the gimmick, the setting, etc. of this map. <laughs> so, <clears throat> it's
0: supposedly I don't remember the story of Hitman, but the gray the gray guy who's with you, like your brother or whatever, he yeah. used to run uh like a military group before you uh well mm-hmm. like they came to join you in his old job or whatever and so the k- lieutenant from that went rogue and started his own military group and is now working on an island with a pirate lady and so i didn't really follow the story but you have to kill him and you have to kill the pirate lady and you have to get you have to stop this uplink that's happening and you get the keys from them and there's like a little village with people in it then there is, like, a military base camp. Like, they've set up everything. Then there's a, like, pirate, like, base camp area with a radio tower and everything. Okay. And then at one point I found a scientist in the jungle ruins who you could bring poison frogs and plants to. And he would turn it into poisons and Ooh. stuff. Which I thought was neat. I found a, a, in one of the ruins, ruins there was, like, a place where you could um, shoot a cannon um, I was watch that stream. I was being super reckless and just killing everyone and trying to, as I would put it, Vinny it. Uh, so that was pretty fun. But I'll I I completed that save offline. But I need to go back in and actually like play and follow mission story beats and see kind of what it's about. It's free Hitman <laughs> Hitman content. It's a new map. Um, I'm glad they put it out there. I think they're trying to tide people over until they get that new. Uh, like campaign mode, uh, base hideout mm-hmm. mode thing they're adding. Um, Hitman's still good. Three's still good. Controls are great. Um, I did keep trying to hit the right trigger to look center myself from Ocarina a Time, which doesn't work in Hitman. Um, and then uh, the only thing—it's not something I've been playing, but I finally managed to snag uh an EverDrive for the Game Boy, uh, the X Seven uh from krixz k r i c k z z uh they're he makes all the everdrives they're based in ukraine so as you may expect it is hard to for them to manufacture things i think they said they work 24 hours a day just in their little place um it's it's yeah. cool their prices went up because of the war i don't mind paying for that um so now i have an everdrive coming uh, so that I can put all my Game Boy ROMs that I have from my Game Boy games onto, and then use it on my Analog Pocket. So that'll be fun. That'll be nice. What's um, a ROM? <laughs> oh, it's like uh, it's That's like it's like g- it's like ramen. It's delicious. Oh, free okay. game. Yeah, it's a free it game. Uh, <laughs> so I'm excited for that. I've been they've been out of stock, in and out of stock for a while, and I finally caught one of the in stock tweets uh, and got that. Uh, the Game Boy advanced mini i have can technically play game boy and game Boy color but it emulates it it does not play the rom which is an uh-huh. interesting thing so i'm glad to pick this up uh, and of course now the open fpga support has come to uh game boy pocket so or the uh, pocket analog pocket so of course now i'll probably be able to just put the rom straight on the pocket and i'm out yeah a hundred bucks but who cares i will support uh them and their efforts uh because it's worth it and uh, that is all I have been playing. Ian Gibson who's got his big old list of deliciousness here hidden away from our prying eyes by his blackened marker. Uh, the there's, one I'm
2: gonna, there's one I'm going to hardcore criticize him for depending on how he responds to it. So we'll... There's um,
1: um, Just a little behind the scenes. Will and I have had several conversations about how in our rundown for the show we put your name and then what games you've been playing. And we were like, man, there's always things I want to bring up, but I always forget to. So I want to put notes, but I also don't want other people to see the notes. And I was like, well, what if you just, you know, highlight it black and then you can unhighlight it for yourself. So you can see it. And We were like, yeah, it's a great idea. And I did that. And apparently I'm getting shit on for it. <laughs> anyway, I don't remember this
0: conversation. Uh,
1: I played a little bit more of stray strays, the game that uh, Kyle and I talked about last week. Well, we'll talk about it a little bit as well. Um, Kyle really liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I got about halfway through it in my first playthrough first first sit down, I should say. Um, and I came back to it and I played about 15 minutes of it and then I put it back down. Um, this this game it's it's weird. like I wasn't a hu- super huge stray fan when I first played it, but there's really not much there compelling you to come back. like if you sit down, you play that game for an hour, hour and a half like I did you pretty much know what that game is and you pretty much get all the warm and fuzzies that you want from that game. Um, you also will probably get to the, uh, I don't really think this is a spoiler, but there is a shooting section in the game that doesn't quite feel right. It it feels a bit too offensive when they could have just had that mechanic be defensive. um, and so the game is still really nice in how it's like designed around emulating the feeling of being a cat and all the cute things that cats do and, mm-hmm. and how they interact with the world and how it's designed. But the fact that I played it for like 60, 90 minutes and then I sat down the other day to play it and I just dropped it after 15 minutes. The game's pretty thin. It's you only how, like four
2: hours. I was going to say, yeah. How?
1: I think it's, I think it's four hours long total. So I got, yeah. I, I, based on how much stuff is in the game, I think I got pretty much halfway through and i, mean, I don't know
2: bucks too for four hours that's gotta be a very compelling four well, hour.
1: jace first of all game pass if you don't have game pass get game pass playstation uh, Plus. i also don't have uh, PlayStation oh yeah sorry PlayStation. So. yeah playstation plus harder buy because i believe it's at like the higher tiers um but anyways um yeah so it's it's weird it's it's like a one-hit wonder in a way but it's more like a half game wonder it's like look you play half that game great time you have a great time don't pay full price for it you don't really need to play the whole thing kyle said he he played it all the way through in one sitting that's probably the best way to play it honestly yeah because it it's got a lot of pizzazz and charm to it but there's just not not quite enough what
2: would (laughs) would it be a good game if you were playing with somebody who doesn't really game that much and be like hey i've got a game we can both experience it's not too hardcore Let's get you in on this. Okay. Yeah,
1: actually, actually, yeah, this is a great game for non gamers because honestly, what makes it a little bit dull to me is that a lot of the game design that it's doing is good game design, but it's not necessarily unique. You know, like how you have some platforming sections, some puzzle sections, some cool storytelling sections, but none of it is like super unique to Stray other than like the character design and the character animation and all that. So the problem is like, I'm going, okay, I'm going to sit down for this game. And I go, well, first of all, I've already played 90 minutes of it. And based on that, I know exactly what the next 90 minutes is going to be. And I'm not super invested in the story. So why would I sit down to play that when I have other games to play? So it's actually, it's a fantastic game for people who don't really play games. Yeah. Um which is a shame. I really thought this was gonna be on the game of the year list, but honestly, I'm not gonna nominate it. Kyle's Kyle's I, more than happy to nominate if he wants to, but not I, for me.
2: I don't think Games of the Year, I mean I, I could be biased. I don't think Games of the Year can be unless it's like an indie game, but like it wins the indie game reward can be less than like a specific amount of time. Cause I don't know. Takes, I it takes two is not that long, but that's to me, I think you need to bring it around. A, a decent chunk of time. I mean, how long was Inscription?
0: Get... That one. Uh, inscription uh, was only like 10 year. or 12. So was
2: that was that a game of the year?
0: Well, for that us, was our game uh, of the year. Our game of the year last year. Oh, Easily. We're specifically talking Easily. about our game
1: of the year. Uh, yeah,
2: I think Inscription was probably longer than four hours. Yeah, so it was pretty,
1: pretty long. long. No, it was. I, I think it was like 10 to yeah. 12. But I, I, I kind of see your point, Jason. But I think I I I wouldn't go that far, but I would say length is absolutely needs to be considered when discussing game of the year. But if you are thirty minutes long and you blow my fucking socks off, true, you're in the discussion. Because there was there yeah. was a lot of at least Winnie the, uh, Winnie the Pooh's home run baseball.
0: Right <laughs> at at GameSpot, there was a lot of discussion. I hadn't I haven't played it yet either, which was Before Your Eyes, which is a game that I believe you use your webcam for because when you blink in real life it changes the scene so like your life's going by you before your eyes um and a lot of people are actually one or two people were wanted it for game of the year on the list and then uh pe- they were talking about it and like hey it's a quick game so a lot of people played it overnight uh in the next day and it actually i think it made it onto our top 10 because of that and that that's a great point of like a game couldn't be—I don't think it was thirty minutes. I think it was like two or three hours. But game can be short and blow your mind and, and impact you like that, and it can definitely make make a game in the year list.
1: Yeah, but it's also it, it also. It's to hard. your point, Jason, like it, it, it part of it's art, but part of it is also you are paying money for these experiences. Yeah. And that value plays into it. So it's kind of how do you, how do you embrace games? Do you embrace it as this is an aesthetic piece that I want to experience, or is this a piece of entertainment that I want to get my it's, money and enjoyment's well, worth out of? It's, you
2: know, it also, those two and three hour ones, not to get off too far, but like those are also really hard games to get a lot of replayability off of. Cause a lot of time the two or three hours was the, oh my God, this is fucking insane. But you don't get yeah. that same grab when you play it replay it again i'm not going to yes. see inscriptions sick twist when i play it again uh which is a bummer because i thought the first part was my favorite part of the game rather than i love the gameplay of the first part a lot so but like this going through that phase was like insane but i don't get that anymore so that's that's a harder one uh-huh. to really yeah
1: yeah so know. yeah so so definitely comes into consideration but i i yeah, it's just, it's weird because I, I was pretty high on Stray after that first sit down, but coming back to it, not so much. Um, there's another game on this list, though, that I can't stop playing. It's called Pokemon White. Uh, oh, I'm not this, this guy. I'm not, All right, I'm ready. I'm, I'm not going to talk about it too much <laughs> because Pokewell season two is coming and, and I don't want to spoil Will on some of those things, but I can absolutely 100% see why people love this gen of Pokemon so much. Uh, like when people talk about how they love Pokemon, like what's their favorite Pokemon? This is up there in terms of responses, at should least be. based on what I've. It, it yeah. should be. It's, there, there's it's this game is just so creative. Like there is so much creative stuff in it, um, and it's it's interesting because not all of it works. Like there are seasons and weather and time of day activities, and I just don't give a fuck about any of that i don't engage with any of that but if i was a super hardcore pokemon fan i'm sure that's mechanical depth i would love that and like shinies and ivies Ugh. the stuff
2: I, I normally don't give a shit about is it gonna um, be night
0: every time i play
1: i don't i don't think
2: i don't you can think set so, the, but, you can set the internal clock too
1: yeah oh. but it's not like animal crossing it's not like it's gonna really fuck you it over doesn't
2: based mess on it, those it doesn't it doesn't really yeah. matter Will it matters like you get different stuff but oh, i it want it to fuck it doesn't matter yeah,
1: um, um. but yeah, it's and and it's just like this is still a Pokemon King. This is still a go through the story. You're on these routes. You're doing the badges. You're doing the gyms, but it is so creative in how it's doing each and every single one of those that it is like doing twists big and small on the formula the whole way through. And I, I'm like 27 hours in. I'm like seven out of eight badges, and I'm just I'm just having a really good time. It,
2: it's team is so is one of the best plasma probably one of the better teams still. The evil teams yeah so. spoilers? spoilers i don't
0: even know the names
2: uh that's, that's small. plasma Yeah, small they're uh <laughs> i'm just kidding this game is actually probably i like four and three better but this game white like, like black and white two is even better which is crazy but this is one of the few games that has a complete dex after like three and one like 150 new pokemon like it made its yeah. own decks so you get a lot of bang for your buck too. This is a, this is a great game. Ooh, it's that's probably one of the better like one off like not linking to any other games. It's super good. It yeah, you know, a lot of Pokémon, so.
1: It's great and I'm playing it fresh. I've never played this before. I've never played this gen of Pokémon before. It's my first time playing it and I'm loving it. To talk about games that hold up or don't hold up, this game 100% holds up. It's fantastic. Is there catching of Pokémon in this game? No, actually, it's kind of look. I don't mean to spoil you, but you start with a full Pokedex, and as you play, oh. you have to release
2: them. So That's by the end, you're down to your team of six. <laughs>
1: That's
2: you don't a have good to, idea
1: You don't have to release
0: them. You have to. Kill, you have to take them out back and <laughs> shoot
2: them. Well, you also start on Team Plasma as a Team Plasma. <laughs> you and are bad the bad guy. guy. Oh, you are, you the, bad are the bad guy. Yeah, and you're, you're off um, and trying to yeah. instead of beating gym leaders for a badge, you kill what? them. What? The well, as Ian can, can tell the you, yeah. I
0: like
1: catching pokemon um. yeah you kill the professors and instead of the final four it's the three protagonists and their starters it's just them um, and their level and then one you name them and you kill them yeah. yeah after you've on their
2: tombstone what, yeah. what's my grandson, <laughs> what's my grandson's tombstone i can't remember post credit scene fuckhead oh,
1: grandson's tombstone oh fuckhead i'll miss you so much um anyways it's fantastic i'm having a lot of fun with it uh let's talk about house flipper uh i just wanted to touch on this real quick um i played this based off of will's recommendation because i talked about power wash simulator um and how i was i was having some fun with that but it was a little bit too monotonous because it's the same thing it's just power washing and will you brought up that this has a bunch of different activities um and so i played it for about 45 minutes and um it definitely has more activities but it's not i'm not really enjoying it but it it, it just has a will you you played this game right yeah it has just a little bit of weird in it right like like an almost accidental weird right yeah it's 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 in the right settings it could be a horror video game it's like creepy yeah (laughs) Yeah, because like like you're like you start the game and you're like i don't have enough money to buy a house to flip so i'm just gonna do like odd jobs for people but you're working out of your your like basically tiny house your one room tiny house and it's an absolute wreck like it's disgusting and you can kind of clean it up but not really and it's just like this is my office and it's just like literally like shit smeared on the walls (laughs) and like pizza boxes in your bed it's just like disgusting um and then you're like going into people's houses and like one of the first ones was like i broke up with my boyfriend and he stole my radiator can you put a new radiator in and also clean up the place and like the place is just like trash. Like there was clearly like a giant domestic abuse case here and the game is just like glossing over it. And it's it's and then there's like there's one who's just like, hey, we're having a baby. Uh, if I throw money at you, can you just like clean our entire house and like make the nursery for us? But the thing is, like, like, like you said, well, like if they put more effort into this, if they knew what they were doing. This could be a horror game or more like My Summer Car where it's a sim, but it's yeah. also just very weird. Like like they don't, they don't, like they have window cleaning, but the window cleaner looks like a mini vacuum that's also a squeegee. So it's just like they they keep making weird design decisions. And I'm going to speak on behalf of the developer now. I don't think they realize how weird it is. Like, yeah. I think they're just like, yeah, this sounds like a normal situation, right? It's like a normal tool. And it's like, no, you have like weird little things all throughout this game. And I think they need to lean into that more because they could make something very, very weird. Like halfway through, it turns into like a crypto game because you're like, fuck houses. I'm flipping the crypto, baby. And then you start flipping NFTs yeah. and stuff. Right.
0: Like, like okay, even being like going into someone's house and like, or like for that baby one, <gasps> you could like get all the baby stuff ready and then like yeah like oops never you, mind
1: miscarriage yeah like but not and you have to like that and and, like, and undo it all and you have to undo it all
0: or like you're in another place and you like open the door and you're like oh sorry i didn't realize someone was home and like there's yeah. like someone just standing there or like like yeah there's so many opportunities it doesn't have to be horror like you could have made it
1: like weird or funky or yeah. like there's like everybody's got weird houses <laughs> Like remember that first level of SWAT Four where they're like we have a hostage situation you're like okay and you start going through it and you start to slowly realize this is a serial killer's house Uh, and he has a basement and like chain uh, doors and stuff I forgot. Like, going into somebody's house is a very personal and invasive and creepy, inherently creepy thing. So, for you to be, like, going into people's houses to do this stuff and then also buy their house and have to, like, be like, I'm going to buy your house, which is shitty, even though you live in it, to make money off of it. Like, like make this a weird sim game, you know? And yeah. they didn't do that. There's a market here. Let's make I, video games. I so we can't can believe you brought up that SWAT level.
0: Because as someone who Incredible. thought it was just going to be, like, a Rainbow Six Siege... And had no idea what was going to happen. I think that you can see incredible. my reaction in that stream. It is that I mean that game's great, but that first level blew my mind.
1: Uh, God yes, God yes. God. Um. <coughs> anyways, the final final game I want to talk about. I know I'm talking about a lot of games, but honestly, I feel like I have something, a nice discussion around each of them. And the final one is <laughs> you don't <laughs> multiverse. <laughs> Multiverses. <laughs> have you guys played any of this brand new free to play <laughs> smash clone from warner brothers
2: not but i've watched professional smash brother player tournaments for like already for him and batman's i watch a batman versus uh oh really the, what's the guy with the oh my god from adventure lebron Ball. no not O'Bron. <laughs> Uh
1: <laughs> i've heard lebron is op and everybody keeps playing him
2: he's new isn't he that's why
1: well i think DLC? the game yeah rick and morty they were added to the open beta it was in like yeah so i I think lebron got added late but he did he he is there for the open release now Yeah. yeah um but anyways yeah so i've been playing it um i mean first of all i'll talk about the positive i love smash clones like give me more smash clones like even when they're not good it's just like i love smash as a genre like a fighting game genre like that's the only fighting game i like to play and so give me more of those, like the concept of just all these wonky ass characters from different IPs, throw them in there. Mm-hmm. I love that this is free to play. Like I just went on my console and I just downloaded it. Like I'm not having to invest money into this. Like the bar is very low. Just get me involved. Um, I didn't I didn't engage too much with like the currencies and the monetization, etc. but it seems pretty simple. It feels like it's 2000 coins to unlock one of the locked characters. And each match I was making like two or 300 coins. So it doesn't seem that huh. difficult to like, to unlock the character. It's not, it's not like Apex Legends, where could you even unlock the characters in Apex Legends, or was it just yeah, 16 you can. bucks each? But it would take forever. It was just Correct. like it would take a impossible. Yeah. Um, however, this game, look, look, folks, I think we all have come on this journey with me where I've realized I'm not very good at video games. Yep. And I also don't like fighting games, so I don't really play them. But this, I I can tell you this factually and objectively, and I don't think I'm wrong here. And I, I'm going to use a technical term, which I believe I'm using correctly. This game feels very floaty. There is a lot of floating, like the gravity in this game doesn't work. Like, and it's not just like you jump up and then you could do like an up recovery and, and it's like you jump up and then you just slowly float back down. Like literally that's
2: everybody's peach.
1: Everybody's peach. Worse than peach, peach, I would say. Like, like it's crazy. Like there are moments where I'm like, how am I still in the air? Like, I jumped up, I did one thing, five seconds later, I haven't touched the ground yet. Um, so it's very floaty, and and it just doesn't feel good because of that. And the UI navigation is a little wonky. Um, I, I don't know, Jason, I'm curious. Was, was there any feedback from the Smash players on this?
2: There, well, it was like the Smash... I was watching... They, they were, people were already crazy at the fucking game, because there's going to be grinders yeah. whenever they play the game. The Batman versus, the, again, the Adventure Time guy. Oh my God, it's Finn. I couldn't remember his name. Finn. Finn versus Batman was like a sick match. It was a like sweet matchup and they were like doing combos and full stuff. They did look a little floaty. People were dying off the top more than most Smash Brothers games. So that already kind of.
1: Yeah, you do end up in the air a lot more. Yeah, Yeah. like
2: they were dying like pretty low percentages too. So I don't know. I I watched that one and I watched like one other round of stuff. It looked fun. Like, I mean, that's the point of it. I mean, it looked better than that stupid Nickelodeon one that came out. I played the Nickelodeon one, so I'm more interested in this one than that. But I didn't get much feedback. I think you know it's still early and on that they're just kind of still testing the water, seeing if playable. having haven't earned combos. Maybe if it yeah. doesn't go deeper, or they don't balance it right away. It could fizzle a little bit more. But yeah, it's open. We'll say so.
1: I will say the online feels pretty good. Um, you know, you're just like you pick your character, you pick what type of match you want to do, and then it and then it match makes you from there and then you're into it and then you can pretty quickly and easy after the match say like i want to rematch and i think if everybody agrees then you rematch right away um so it's it's a game that free to play was absolutely the right move because it's going to get people to try it out like me you know maybe if i have some friends over and we don't really know what to play i'm just like look let's just hop in this or whatever you know it's and so i want more smash clones and i want them to be free to play and i want them to have some crazy ip stuff in it uh because i think that's the way to go forward you can't the Nickelodeon game was a reach. Even Smash Brothers, if it wasn't super established, if they came out with that today and they said, "Look, it's a Nintendo brawler for sixty bucks," it's still like, "Oh, it's a bit of a reach." So, it you cannot yeah. establish a new Smash clone at that price. Even forty bucks is a bit too much. So, absolutely, make it free to play. Put a shitload of cosmetic microtransactions in there. Don't make the grind too hard, but maybe you pay to unlock characters quicker. And that's that's that seems like a recipe for success. So. If you're, if you're interested at all, try it out. It's free, folks. It's free. Totally. We love it's Michael over.
0: Transactions around here. Uh, it's our favorite yep. thing.
1: Folks, uh, that's
0: all the games we've been playing, which means it's time to talk about the news. Which means we have to play the world's longest news theme. Uh, brought to you by Save Data.
2: Here's the news. It's gaming news. We're talking about news. What's up, news? But now there's more to the song So you can sing along And it won't bore you though Unlike Factorio Factorio. Kingdom Hearts was played by Ian And he really loved Pirates of the Caribbean But we don't want to have a vocal spat So let's bring it back to your local chat
0: Thank you, Zach, for doing that Every time he does that a Child dies, (laughs) sorry that's not funny. <laughs> wow!
2: I'll let him know <laughs> that he is actively polluting the world.
0: Oh, children. no. Children live when he plays that song. Um, They want to die is what I meant mm. to say. Oh, perfect. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> um, Quickly, Ian, I have been saving over the past six months a uh, dollar a day. Don't do the math. But I finally saved up $300 to buy A VR headset. Please tell me what my options are.
1: Well, uh, you have two options, but you only have about three days left to do it. Because, folks, let's talk about one of the most bonkers gaming news stories I have ever seen in my life. Uh, Facebook, a.k.a. Meta, a.k.a. Facebook, has decided to increase the price of the Oculus Quest 2... By $100. So their headsets are no longer uh, $299 and $399. They are now $399 and $499 for the 128 gigabyte and the 256 gigabyte versions, respectively. I I forgot to look this up, but the Quest 2, I believe, has been out for two years now at an established price point. At one point, they actually reduced prices because I believe it was 64 and 128 gigabyte, and they upped the storage for free. But they are literally just coming out and saying, look... These three four hundred dollar headsets are now four, five hundred dollars. There's no hardware change. There is no change at all, other than the price. Oh, yeah, and we'll
2: throw in Beat Saber for free. Did they, did they give a reason in their actual like notes or anything or the news?
1: Yes. They said, uh, quote, now we're making a change that will help us continue to invest for the long term and keep driving the VR industry forward with best in class hardware, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that's pretty much it. So basically, uh, I think the underlying part here is that they have always subsidized the price of these headsets. These headsets, I've said it for a long time now, are a fantastic deal. They are the best VR headsets by far. They have uh, one of the best qualities. They are absolutely wireless. They're standalone. They work with the PC. They run games on their own. The controllers are fantastic. The headsets are fantastic. The only problem was the Facebook tie-in. And at $300 and $400, they were an absolute steal compared to uh you know windows headsets the valve index the uh, oculus rift s which quickly got basically discontinued because it's not as good as these it's basically i what i think is happening is that they have always subsidized the cost of these the same as the same as sony and xbox do and nintendo with the new consoles where when the console first comes out that switch folks it costs them more than three hundred dollars to make that but they're selling it to you for $300 because they want you in the ecosystem so they can make money off accessories and and software. That's how it is with game consoles. If you had to pay for a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X, what it should really be costing is probably like $700 or $800. But they're not charging that because they want you in the ecosystem. And it feels like this is meta on the backs of their sad financial success lately. I'm sorry, their financial downturn lately, basically saying, how about we stop subsidizing these headsets or we subsidize them less. This is insane. This is insane. This is a mid console price increase with no hardware change. Am I crazy here? Isn't this isn't No, that's crazy. Insane? That's like if they were yeah. like,
0: hey, I mean, it literally if the PS5 they were like it just added a hundred dollars to it and were like, hey, yeah, it's just more expensive now. Um like even a vague attempt at trying to make up the price would have gone over yeah. better than this. Um, just
2: a, yeah. just, there isn't like a widget reason I don't think. If you marked with a reason maybe and like you could buy in get people to buy in. I mean yeah. people would already still be questionable but Or like be you refresh. get
0: a $100 store credit or something Like yeah. even yeah. something like that because you're still in the ecosystem and even
1: this Beat Saber thing, it's
0: only till the end of the year
1: Yeah, and Beat Saber I think is only $30 at full price when it's not on sale. Yeah, so
2: wild, absolutely wild Do you... Do you honest question to both of you uh do you think that vr is like fool's gold like i i know it's like legitimately no. people like, like like do you think it can go further like is it is this i don't know like uh, how far can you go with vr realistically or right now at least in terms of like like what we have what is coming out is this, is this like something that is worth the investment at the current moment or should you wait until more progress has been made with the, you know, just entire components. I don't know. I think it's like a like. I'm not saying it's bad or anything at all. I'm. I promise. I just don't know how, with how many yeah. tweaks and stuff like seem to be coming down the pipeline, how established this is.
1: So this the the Quest Two and the Rift S were the first times that it felt like a vr headset was ready for mainstream and there was kind of two reasons for that number one the tech got to a point where it didn't feel like you were buying something pre-alpha like even even the oculus rift and the quest one and the samsung gear they were they were production devices but the resolution was so low and the quality was low and there were too many constraints you know you could you you're even the um the uh shit what's the what's the steam one called Oh the five, five. Yeah. Yeah. Index. You the VR worked, but it also felt like I can't believe I just spent several several hundred dollars on this crappy screen attached to my face. And these controllers that aren't quite working. And like I, I bought a Rift S when it came out, and I'm happy with it. I don't play it nearly as much. Um, the main limitation being like you've got to hook it up to the PC and do all that, and it's annoying. But like the the quest two is fantastic. Like it's a very high-resolution screen. It's literally wireless. It's literally standalone. So you put it on, you use the controller to pick a game and you're playing a game. It's it's VR as it should be. There's still some minor problems with it, like being a little bit too heavy and it can be a little bit too wonky with the interface, but it's still fantastic. Like, like the headset, there, there are plenty of people who are like, Hey, I took my headset out. You know, it's got a two or three hour battery life. I went to a warehouse and I played in a 30 by 60 foot space you know just doing whatever i want there's no res- no constraints on it the biggest problem however though is the is the games like th- there is a very good catalog of fantastic games you know like uh boneworks uh beat saber v vr walking dead saints and sinners all those games are fantastic but there's still way too many games even from AAA companies that are just like uh you know hey i'm going to do final fantasy 15 vr and it's just like a weird little fishing mini game Yeah. like like Part of the problem is that this is in the very infancy, infancy of VR. So it's kind of like the early times of movies where people were like, yo, check it out. It's a horse. It's like, oh, shit, it's a fucking horse. (laughs) There's a train coming at me. Oh, my God. And then you're like, "Okay, what else you got? Like, there's not enough studios that know how to make a good and compelling VR game. And um, that's kind of the problem is that the hardware is an incredible steal, even at the four and five hundred dollars that they're now selling it at. The question is, are you going to find enough like software to make that worth it? And that's kind of the problem that I've had with my headset is half of it is the pain of plugging it in and getting that going and hooking off my PC, which the Quest 2 doesn't have. But the other half of it is, is it's only once every couple months that there's a game that comes along that I finally pick up and I go, OK, it's time to play walking dead saints and sinners or i go oh shit Vito vr added an attack helicopter hell yeah like yes. there there are fantastic games this is this is not the virtual boy like this tech works and when you find the right game it's some of the best gaming you will ever have like VTOL vr is one of the best games i've ever played gaming experiences but the problem is that it's too 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 far and few between if that makes sense does that kind of answer your question
2: I mean, yeah, I, but like that, my, my, the crux of what I was getting to—if it was worth—if the thing was going up to four hundred, the price change, obviously shitty reasons because they didn't really give one. If you had that, those games that were even if they're few and far between, the experience still drew you in—is that worth the price point change still?
1: Well, I, I think so, and and to kind of to kind of push it back on you, or or will how many how many must play games? is enough to justify console it's like the it's like the wii u question like the wii u for me hit a threshold where it was a great console because it had enough games it was like like eight or nine or ten games that i was like these are must plays on this console and they're fantastic and that's enough to justify the cost of the console and i think for for the vr headset especially for the oculus quest 2 even at four or five hundred it is right there on the threshold where it justifies it
0: yeah, I, I don't think it's, it's not quite there. That threshold hasn't broken for me. You, I, I think you did a great comparison with film of like, ah, here's a horse, here's a train coming. Because uh, in my mind, I was equating it to sort of like mobile games before the smartphone, where everyone yeah. was like, we need to make a mobile game. And there were all these mobile games for flip phones that were like shitty and crappy. They and then once so the bad. smartphone came around, there was a good device that could play games on it. Yeah. It had a touchscreen. There were new, innovative touchscreen controls, all that sort of stuff. So I'm like, I think we're almost there. But for me, it's the next device that is that leap from the flip phone to the smartphone that that Absolutely. I think then yeah. everyone will jump in on. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, for me, it's not. It wasn't worth it before, and it's definitely not worth it now uh, to pay that much money for it but it could be once it hits that threshold in my in my mind
1: but but honestly my my big problem i'm right there with you like i thought about buying an oculus quest 2 but i have a rift s which is close enough for now mm-hmm. i i i was 100% ready to buy a quest 3 i was like look just drop the quest 3 it's going to be enough of a tech upgrade for me to upgrade from the rift s and i'll keep playing these great vr games but the number one problem for me now for me this story is not them saying hey we're going to raise the price on the quest 2. This is them saying hey uh, we don't really give a shit about sales of this hardware. So we're not going to subsidize the price anymore and lowball the price to get people to buy it. We're going to we're going to we're going to increase the price on these because we know we can get away with it. Yeah. That's why the fucking Valve Index is I believe it's a I think it's a $1000 plus. If you go out and you want to buy a Valve Index and you have to get the lighthouses with it and the controllers, I believe it's a thousand dollars plus like these VR headsets are not cheap and them not subsidizing. It means when that quest three comes around, it's probably going to be six or $700. There's rumors of a quest pro, which is supposed to be like more of a enterprise, like high-end version. The rumors on that are $1,500 and that's going to kill this fucking industry. Like these people are fucking morons. And I'll tell you why my nephew he got a quest two for Christmas. You know what was the number one fucking reason why he got a quest two for Christmas? Because it was on sale at Target for 280 and his parents were like, oh, 280. Yeah, perfect. Christmas gift range. Four or five hundred dollars for a Christmas gift for like a nine-year-old? No, that's too much money. That's too much money. But if it's yeah. 280 on sale at Costco, fuck yeah. Get it. They need to keep dropping the fucking price on these. Because the reason why the software isn't there is because the install base isn't there. They need to get this shit into every fucking home possible. And then you're going to have an install base of 10 million plus. And then all these developers are going to be like, holy shit. Yo, if we make a really good VR game, the install base is already 10 million. Like, this is such... This is just bass fucking backwards, man.
2: It's crazy. I I just don't know... Until like you guys like said, uh, you briefly mentioned like until it get, becomes more, I think, refined uh, the next system. Like how far even with the boost in price, which is obviously going to hurt because people are now hesitating on that. Uh-huh. How how niche niche is VR still at the current moment at the current moment?
1: It's not that niche. Yeah, I don't. Think like, so. and, and I'll tell you why, because when you talk to a kid. And you say, hey, what gaming system do you want? They go, I want an Xbox, I want a PS5, I want a Switch, I want an Oculus. It's up there. It is a console to them that they want. Yeah. And when they get that, it's novel enough. It's like the Wii. Like you see some kid doing that, all the adults are gonna be like, yo, let me try it. Let me try it. And all of a sudden they're playing job simulator for 20, 30, 40 minutes. Jumping. So like like it's there. You just need to get this in homes. Like the quest two is the perfect, the perfect intro to VR because it works and it's cheap. And yeah. it gets it into people's homes. It's it's like that first TV, that first radio. It's like, holy shit, this new tech is accessible to me and it's going to become a must-have. And them raising the price is completely fucking counter to that. Your Facebook, eat the cost. I don't give a shit. You need to build the industry out yourself and then you'll make money in the back end fucking morons
0: like how do they i mean even on top of that not to continue talking about on this topic but how are people accessing the metaverse if you're not letting people get these vr systems into their homes to convert them to your 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 weird world you're building like people want to be immersed and the best way to immerse them in your shitty metaverse is probably by putting their face inside
1: of your device um, yeah exactly like like they have i'm reading from the from the MetaQuest blog people have spent over one billion dollars in the quest store on quest apps like they are making bank on this sucker and they have barely even cracked the market
0: now do you think they're raising the price of the of the quest 2 to stop people from buying it so when they announce the quest 3 it's
1: even cheaper no and then people are jumping on it's- it Seems a little bit too high. No, I I don't. I tell you exactly (laughs) what happened. Exactly what happened. Again, this is conjecture, but I guarantee you this is what happened. I don't know if you've noticed, but Facebook's stock and Facebook's value has absolutely fucking cratered because their ad business has cratered because it turns out they were invading everybody's fucking privacy. So all it took was one Apple iOS update to basically have an opt in for privacy concerns. And it literally cratered Facebook's ad business because they couldn't gather data on people's iPhones anymore. And then Google followed suit with something similar. So Facebook has just like cratered their ad revenue. And so now they've got to raise the price on these headsets to try and offset some of that loss and fund future VR development. But, but they don't realize that this is a poison pill. Like they're shooting themselves in the foot. This is the time when you try to make it as cheap as possible to get people hooked, man. You know that that first ounce is free. You know, heroin. Always so back to heroin. Let's talk about,
0: we'll about back else. to uh, Moving <laughs> on here, uh, Black Panther, uh, the superhero of the Black Panther movies. Um, sorry, I was trying to think of it. Extra- <laughs> <Not, laughs> um, he was he's he's a panther and he is the color of night. It's it's stray, it's, but with panthers. Is, Are you kidding me? Is what
2: color
0: it, is his skin? Uh black black dark 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 dark, dark. dark, suits. dark. onyx. Uh anyways, that was a great bit. Great <laughs> bit, guys. Uh Black Panther uh uh open world game is uh, reported by Jeff Grubb of oh, Giant wow. Bomb, uh coworker of mine, Jeff Grubb.
1: I've just now I... realized I don't mean to jump the gun here, but I somehow missed the open world part. I don't basically, know how I feel about that. It's
2: basically Far Cry.
1: Open world
0: single player game. Um, Without guns. A, for uh, a Possibly, uh, or supposedly, sorry, by um, a studio formed by the former head of Monolith who made Shadow of Mordor, which is good, and Shadow of War, which is not good. Um, I, yeah, I don't know how I feel about Like,
2: I think... It all depends on the Wait, setting, you know. You miss you missed another part too. They might since they can't use T'Challa, or they're debating whether or not to use the actual Black Panther, because obviously using his likeness is pretty disgraceful. Or, you but know, what? Not no, you can very tactful. Uh-huh. You could, well, but what they, they, they debated whether or not they're going to make a player character that you can insert. Oh, in their, oh, I see what like you're like custom character. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Which I thought I don't they were think saying we go over well you can't, at all.
0: I thought they were saying you can't play as T'Challa because Chadwick Boseman died, which to no, me was know. crazy, but I see what you're yeah. saying. They what want...
2: That's- yes. Sorry. Sorry, yes. That's what I, 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 mean, I worded it horribly.
1: I don't mean to take this on a tangent, but like, Uh-oh. I I watched a little bit of that new Black Panther trailer, and I got very <sighs> upset everybody got upset but everybody else was getting emotional because they're like we miss chadwick boseman and this is such a touching tribute and i'm like what the fuck are you doing marvel like a man died of cancer at a very young age and you're like let's write that into our next billion dollar blockbuster and it's like i so so me seeing this game like i I, i'm afraid they're gonna do the same thing where they're just gonna be like let's profit off this man's death and make it a game about like the Black Panther's dead. And we have to do a new hero, you know? I don't know what the proper way to do it is, but I don't feel right about profiting off that man's death. I yeah.
2: I do not think that they can pull this off correctly because I, the last, besides Spider-Man, besides Spider-Man, take out all the Spider-Mans that have been great over the years. Can you name another, even just superhero? I don't think there's been, been many superhero where you are open world that have been successful. It just doesn't. I can't. There's, I can't name one. Okay. I Hulk, don't know another. I, I Hulk Ultimate Smash. I, I believe game. that's
1: what it's called. It, it's I It's a great that's what game. Called. By
2: the way. But yeah. I'm gonna look it up. But yeah, the, the Hulk. I think it came out.
1: The Hulk. No, I think this was earlier. This was the Hulk with the Ang Lee movie. There was a video game with it. There's two. It was very
2: yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Hulk like Ultimate Destruction. That's a really good game. And it's open world. Uh, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna double check which one. But yeah, yeah, the Hulk games was. Um, so if you take out Spider-Man it's the, the premise it's just I, that's what i'm saying like you could Superman? go to that marvel game that the avenger game Superman? was dog shit so yeah super yeah. 64 uh, that's a little
0: <laughs> a fantastic flying video game rings, folks. flying
1: through rings
2: yeah yeah, yeah so i think
1: and that's that's what made me concerned is like i don't trust them with an open world just give me like a super tight refined single player game yeah i'm fine with that just linear campaign it boom put all that time and effort into defined levels and experiences I i'm okay with
2: that if you had open world i think the problem is i think black panther's area like where are you going like are you just roaming
0: yeah that's the, the area thing. that he already should
2: have covered like that's what i'm saying um, like just in like wakanda. and i think or something. yeah you in wakanda but wakanda is already hidden like at least i don't know if they're gonna change that in the story coming up in the mcu new marvel because now it's not hidden because yeah. everybody at the end of the movie they're like oh we're here So I don't know if you're just going to be killing people that know where they are now. But for the most part, you were by yourself. Yeah. But Spider-Man also
0: like lends himself to open world because Spider-Man's whole thing is traversal and it's fun. And it's New York
2: City like Black Panther runs fast, though. He can jump. He can do all, all kinds of athletic stuff. yeah but that's not like I'm not flying or
0: like Superman I think would make a good open world game Iron Man they say
1: they say open world but honestly I think this is going to be hub I think this is going to be like hey these several missions take place in the Bronx these several missions take place in Wakanda these several missions take place in whatever Eastern European country they made up for the Avengers you know like I don't think this is going to be like a single defined open world location because that's a bad idea but literally I'm changing my mind because it's a bad idea that's probably what they're going to do
0: yeah, because th- that makes sense. Like, what defines an open world game? Like, uh, like. I think people, or at least I've dreamed of like an open world X Men game, but mostly you're going to Xavier's yeah. school and then you're going off on missions. Like Xavier's school's open yeah. world, but it's not one big it map. Be, so, like,
2: it would be like the X Men Legends game, but not like locked to the. You go, you start your hub as an X Men school and then yeah. you go to like different missions.
0: I mean, like, I think a great X Men game would be you choose all your powers and then they drop you as a baby I, at, look, at the door.
2: I, you know? I do not, like, look, I don't think. And this is Black Panther is he's a great character. He's a very hard character to make him do a lot of stuff as like a gameplay character because he, he really just is like enhanced just abilities like climbing. It'd be like Assassin's Creed is what you could probably do. But he's not like anything crazy like Spider-Man who has like different ways like webs, like the super strength yeah. and webs In and traversal gadgets. Yes, gadgets. He doesn't have like he does. But like for the most part, you are just running. Fast, like you said climbing and then like what slashing people with your, your- yeah yeah
1: I, I think I think just to button up the discussion this it all sounds like it sounds like for all of us we're not excited about this game because we don't trust them to do it right Correct. and at that point it's just here comes another mediocre triple-a game yes I think so I think
0: that's where we're at yeah,
2: that's where we're at yeah
0: like I'm I, so moving like- on
1: no, do you have a point? No, I, uh, sorry, Do you have a point?
0: No, I just want to say, like, I'm like Black Panther's not a crazy awesome character that I'm in love with, but like I love Doctor Strange. So if they said Doctor Strange Open World, I think
2: Ugh. I'd be like, oh my god!
0: Of course you fucking
2: do. Pre movies, Doctor Strange.
0: Thank you. Um, okay. Okay. So like I would be excited, but I would still have those same concerns because I'm like, what is an open world? Like it's the same thing. What is an open world Doctor Strange? Yeah. Like, just because I love a character doesn't mean I want him all over everything, you know? Like less is more with that stuff. So So I think Yeah. It's not about Black Panther. It's about how we hate Monolith. Um anyways. Moving on, folks, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. The remake of one of my favorite games of all time, a game I have never finished but played many, many times, is on pause amid a
1: studio shake-up. Fuck! Fuck! Because Fuck. <laughs> I, I have not played the original. Apparently the original is just practically impossible to play right now because it just doesn't run on modern systems, it doesn't run well, and uh, it's a little hard to go back to it. And, uh... No, I, I've heard it, like, barely runs on PC. So it's on unless the Series like, X, so. Is it, though? It is. I thought, that, I thought that was just the Switch Cloud version that had the, the nope. back compat. But anyways, um, so I was very excited. I was like, boom, remake, boom. This is my opportunity to play it. And uh, this news basically says that the studio's in shambles. Several directors have left, and the game has currently planned for, what was it, 2025? but that plan is up in the air now. I'm not happy about this. Jason, yeah. are you happy about this?
2: I never like you never played the original. If I ever played it, it was wow. like remake.
1: Come on, boys. Uh, I
2: play, hey, I played I played the uh the uh the what the, the open world one is. I fucking not the open world. The old republic Jedi
0: Order Fallen Order?
2: No, the oh, of the, the MMO. MMO. Oh, oh, oh the old oh, republic. Yeah, the old republic. The old republic. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. I lame. like that. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh I I, the only thing with Kodar that I, I, I remember going back, I was like, I hope if they remade this game, the combat was weird. <laughs> it, is it was weird. strange to me. It, I don't I, know how to explain it because it's not like turn-based, but it is it's fucking yeah. strange. It's like semi-turn based, but not really.
0: So I played the first one a lot. I have never beat the first one. I have tried so this may lend itself to Ian's point. I have tried it on Xbox uh, original Xbox. I owned it on pc and i think xbox 360 and my save has corrupted all three times at different points throughout the game so to ian's point uh that does happen i've been meaning to replay it i've wanted to the second one i have also touched a little bit and is also backwards compatible on the xbox uh series x so i've thought about just i've played the first three quarters of The first game so many times that I might just jump to the second one and try that from Obsidian that I heard is pretty well well regarded. But regardless of all this, I am very disappointed they're not um, at least trying to do this remake. I thought it'd be really fun and cool to see a lot of like that's like one of my childhood games. So to see that like kind of like remastered. um, I think that's that game's like my Final Fantasy so, like, when they announced this, or Final Fantasy 7, sorry. So, when they announced this, I was like, yes, a remake of this.
2: I, I always, just in the same vein, I'm not trying to go too far off. I, I think it's, if you like a game that, like, it's, if it's just like code RDU and you get this news, you knew it was going to be remade, and you're like, oh, fuck yeah, finally I get to, like, see it, like, on the big screen, other people can get access to this. It can yeah. be fucking crushing to read something like, now nah, it's being put off. like Or, like, it's not being remade, or it's being delayed. I can understand that completely. So the news itself is pretty grim as of now. Uh, So hopefully, I mean, just like advanced wars got pushed off. Hopefully it's just a delay. Uh,
1: Yeah. And your game. Yeah, they should bring that back because like, I think the look that war is still happening but like the sensitivity around that war has gone down. They should. They, uh, as
0: soon as they released. announced the new date something else is going to happen.
2: I think they did. I already think they released it. Uh, okay. the it's next it's next year already. Yeah, like, it's it's 911. Yeah, yeah.
0: 11 2 yeah. is going <laughs> to happen.
2: <laughs> but yes, so it's a little bit unfortunate.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's move on to a big exclusive woozy news story about Rockstar Games. Vroom uh, this, this is kind of a two part, two part report by Jason Schreier over at Bloomberg, uh, basically saying that Rockstar Games has really cleaned up its frat boy culture. Uh, there's been a lot of criticism about some of the like transphobia in Rockstar Games GTA V uh, in particular, as well as some like toxic uh, crunch heavy culture. Um, And Jason Schreier is basically reporting on a lot of reports that that uh, there's been a huge tone shift at the company. The company feels more professional now. They've gotten rid of people who were who had numerous complaints to get them. They've tried to to remove some of that uh, transphobic jokes from the game. Uh, But the other thing is that GTA 6, we've heard these rumors before, but this is Jason Schreier throwing his hat in the ring. GTA 6 takes place in and around Miami. Two protagonists one of which will be female for the first time in the series history. Mm-hmm. And the game is currently planned for, I believe, 2025. Uh, or no, sorry. It will be sometime in the 2024 fiscal year, which is April 2023 through March 2024. Holy. Yeah. Uh, developers are skeptical, but holy shit, that's like a year and a half away um, to the end of that. So I'm excited about this. I'm excited. I'm, I'm liking what
0: I'm hearing. What do you guys think? I'm very excited. I like... Playing GTA games the first time. Uh, they're fun to go through. They're they're always like a wild ride. Like, say what you will about replayability or I mean gameplay, all that sort of stuff, but like that first time through a GTA is always great. Um, uh, some other details um for this originally it was gonna be set in a place called Project America's that they were working on, which was supposed to be North and South America sort of like two city like a bunch of different cities put together but uh i did some more research into this uh for an article so uh putting this from like other sources before the bloomberg report but apparently they've scrapped that to do one city based in miami or vice city because apparently Miami still exists in GTA Vice City is not Miami it's Vice City
2: and then there's Miami yeah, yeah it's which crazy. I wow. didn't know that's, weird. Yes. Um, it that's yeah, weird it's a weird it's a weird thing yeah.
0: so they want to do that but they want to add cities over time specifically to the single player which i think is great baby and like liberty liberty city is supposedly on that list um maybe san andreas i don't know how much of this goes over to online i believe the plan is to do online completely separate from the gta single six single player which i think is a good yeah. thing to really separate those teams out um the game world's going to be big, um, and there was a couple of other things. the The twins, I believe, they were supposed to be. Uh, this is older information, but supposed to be brother and sister twins, and ap- apparently they're on both. Their parents were murdered by the cartel, and they're on both sides of the w- drug war. So the brother is supposedly in the D- uh, the DEA. Is that what it is? In the fake DEA, in, re- in, real, in real life, life, life DEA. Yeah. And then I believe the daughter is supposed to be. Um, on the, she's not on the cartel side, but she's getting revenge on the cartel, like on mm-hmm. the illegal side of that. So it sounds Did really interesting. That you're
2: gonna, oh, you, you are playing as both. I sides, think you do though.
0: switch between yeah, them. Yeah, you switch back and forth.
1: Yeah, um, it's exciting. I, I think, yeah. I, there's been a lot of rumors about this, but having Jason Trier come in and confirm a lot of these rumors, or at least add his weight behind a lot of these rumors makes me makes me pretty excited i never played vice city but but that is just such a cool place to have a game florida and uh there even some of the rumors were saying that it's like cuba as well heck yeah bring in that space give me some scarface type stuff like they, this well is... if
2: you if you've ever played vice city it literally is a homage to scarface yeah like yeah. they have like a house with scarface it's like they, they have like inside jokes about scarface i need to see how those
0: uh how those remasters have uh panned out almost a year later oh,
2: yeah yeah i have they probably have made zero changes to it i would bet
0: i there were some big updates a while back but i haven't heard a peep since i think i think they dropped it but. i
2: mean like both of my co-hosts and and guests have said that uh the gta game is just good i like yeah, i absolutely. i want to fault gta games but they're they're really good games and they're like good. the reason they haven't made another one is f- after five is because it holds up still like people can still have fun with it yes it's not a yes. bad game I want to bash it but it's one of the most selling games it's of all time it is yeah. might be uh, for a reason like I thought about close.
0: I've thought about playing through four I've never finished four I've played about half of it um because it usually Four's devolved good. into just me killing things
1: um four has a great ending four has a good ending man, maybe I should play through four but with all the mods though all the crazy graphics mods yeah
0: but then I'd have to play on my computer. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. I wonder like how it GTA is on
2: the controller games.
0: I have it backwards compatible, so I wonder how that's it is play. on.
2: That's why you play with a controller at Series X. like I always do with most of my games.
0: Yeah, but I don't want to sit here. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, maybe I'll play it. Uh, I'm in a weird place with games uh, right now. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> I mean, back to the news.
2: Had some problems.
1: Uh, she kicked me out last night. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. She get- <laughs> fuck. I'm just sleeping on the couch with games. Um fuck you uh
1: can we end this do any of this rest of this shit yeah just just uh real quick here i have these i heard these at the top because these are some some crazy gaming out of china stories uh so basically uh roblox uh they have a big relationship with uh with with china specifically with tencent and there were some internal documents revealed basically how Roblox was planning to censor some of its content for uh chinese government censors which is crazy because as far as i can tell roblox censors absolutely nothing right now uh and some of the shit we've gotten away with on stream uh True. And and the other part being that's uh, one of Steam's biggest games is Wallpaper Engine simply because it allows people in China to easily view porn through the Wallpaper Engine marketplace. Um, I, I just like to touch on these because people don't realize that the gaming market in China, the entertainment market in China is crazy big. Like they keep we talk about Marvel movies. They keep funding these Marvel movies with with restrictions in place like you have to film part of it in China. You have to include these Chinese actors, etc. cetera. Um, it's just the same for games like every time Tencent or some other Chinese gaming company puts a stake in in a western studio there is a very strong chance of Chinese government sponsor, uh, uh, censorship occurring. so it, it it is something to be wary of. I'm not trying to be xenophobic here, but it really is China's a huge market lots of the games industry wants to get involved with that but as they do come in place weird restrictions and censorship and other details around that so it's it's a little bit of a double-edged sword there.
0: This might be not be a question you can answer quickly or might not know the answer to, but are Chinese gaming companies like Tencent just as wary of the Chinese government or
1: are they more aligned with the Chinese government? So my understanding, very rudimentary understanding, is basically that a lot of these companies, especially the larger companies, they literally have government representatives as part of their staff so either people that are paid by the government that are part of their board or board members who have close ties to the government in some of the more extreme cases you literally have part of the company same as you have hr and you have you know a developer and you have a test region you have a sales region they will also have a government region or a or a communist party uh, a division of the company that is in charge of liaisons between the employees, the company and the Chinese government. Wow. So, so it is, it is hand in hand the the relationship between these large companies like Tencent and the Chinese government. Um, it's not just a matter of, I have to kowtow to the government. A lot of it is, we are acting on behalf of of, of the Chinese government. So that's, that's kind of my concern is that as they start to get involved in a capitalist manner in Western studios, they they, it's a direct conduit to 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 chinese nationalist communist policy which in a lot of cases is not good for human rights in general
0: yeah yeah because part of me was wondering like are there are some of these like obviously some of these chinese companies and developers are like want to get out from under the foot of the government but i wasn't sure if there were like everyone was like that or there were some companies that were more in with the government and all this sort of stuff so it's, it's just interesting to think about like people like to paint just the government as the bad guy but there's some of those some of the, that stuff no, that, I mean, that goes out I, pretty I mean far. think about it
1: you are a large corporation in a yeah. communist society you you are operating because the government allows you yeah, to operate period they can pull your license at any moment I never thought yeah uh, it's weird to think about it that way cuz it's just not the way our brains but, work but but the problem is we got to think about it because that money is being thrown out. Do you remember um, Age of Ultron and the Transformers movies, how they kept they kept like going to China and having moments in Chinese cities and having these like weirdly popular but completely unknown Chinese actors shoehorned into roles? It's because they were largely – they had a huge part of their funding came from Chinese companies and Chinese banks. And so it was literally a requirement. It's like we're going to pay you a lot of money to help you make this movie, but you have to – show China in a positive light and show these Chinese actors, et cetera. And yeah. so so it, it in part becomes like Chinese propaganda. And don't put Finn on the poster. We get it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember that shit. That, that's that the, the kind of shit where it's like mo- that tilted me off the moon. Yeah, it's
1: like it's like, yeah, sure. Give me your money. I'll make my shit. But as soon as you make me start to censor somebody because they're African-American or or, or they're uh, they're African English or yeah. And you want to be racist or or homophobic that's where I've got a fucking problem with it. So that's kind of my idea is like, I'm not again not trying to be xenophobic, but this is the shit right, you got to yeah. keep an eye on. Cause it's creeping in here.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, that's wild. Uh, more quick hits uh, just uh, to get us out of here for the day. There's a Immortals Phoenix Rising spinoff supposedly coming set in Hawaii and Polynesia. Okay. That sounds fun. Uh, tactics square tactics, ogre remake uh, details leaked yeah. on Sony's uh, store on the website. Mm. Uh, Warhammer 40k and Gollum were both delayed one of those games I'm going to play and it's not Gollum Uh, papers please come to the phone if you like communism papers please is for you Um, there's a PlayStation VR 2 early look and then Stranger
1: Things board game was announced uh, with with the tease that additional Netflix properties may get some board games which is eh, maybe maybe I'll take
0: a squid game board game. Uh, let's play the music, and let's get the heck out of here. I've had to literally shit for the past twenty five minutes. Uh, Pinch it p- off. Pinch it off. That's why I sit on a bucket, folks. Prairie. Jason, prairie
2: dogging, folks.
0: Jason, prairie Drulo. dog folks. Jason Derulo, you can't prairie dog liquid there, Jason. Um, oh, t- <laughs> <laughs> <dear Lord. sighs> we call it the meniscus. They got like pool of water. Overhang, Jason. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I have Bravo. missed you, and I'm glad you're on this episode. And um you, you yeah. died in
2: XCOM. It's sad.
0: I no, I survived. Excuse oh, me. You survived. I yeah, did. And on the, the, the fucking save really data did. community is ravenous for subpixel blood. And I survived <laughs> the XCOM mission, and everyone called me a coward for getting out. I there was nothing I could. I'm a war hero. I'm a oh, war gosh. hero. <laughs> War survivor, more survivor survivor like um Jason where can people find you on the
2: internet if you want to be found uh Twitter the green eight ball or uh twitch.tv the green eight ball Nice. Uh for Or course, save day. I, you can see me on save. Oh, save, save data. data. Save data. Yeah. Go
0: check him yeah. out. Folks, check out his stuff. It's great. I get the alerts all the time, and then I watch a couple of minutes, and then I forget, and then uh we all move on with our day. Um you do stream a lot, and I do appreciate that. Um you can find all of our stuff, subpixelfilms.com. Uh brings you straight to our link tree, where you can go to all the different places. You can find me on Twitter me on Twitter at hunting 70 You can find the guy below me on Twitter at Think Gibson. Folks, we are SubPixel, and we will see you all next week.